cliffcentral.com. Hello and thank you for tuning in to Leadership Books Unpacked with Superlead. Consider these. Have you ever wanted to read more business and leadership books, but you simply just don't have the time? Imagine you could read a book a week. How absolutely awesome will that be? A lot of us have these demanding jobs and countless responsibilities. So our bookshelves end up with, end up with books that we intend to read than those more books that we intend to read than those we have actually read. My name is Mandaj Flaro. I'm the CEO at Superlead, which is a strategy consulting and leadership coaching organization. And on this show, we deep dive into a leadership topic, which we anchor in a book that we feature per week. And then we share actionable, timely and, and, and inspirational insights to advance your leadership excellence. Here on studio, I'm joined by my co-host, Nobile Ngobo, who's a director at Alpha International. She was traveling the other week, so welcome back to the Thank show. Thank you. Thank you, Manda. It's good to be back, back again in studio. Lovely, <laughs> lovely. Uh, I hope you managed to listen to the to the show while traveling. Um, uh, I'm tempted to, to give you... The ruler and his homework to answer, <laughs> but, but let's pay you. Let's pay you the trouble. Um, so, so, so Ngobile, you'll know that uh, before we get into the show uh, tomorrow, as this exciting day. No, for us. very exciting. Yeah, um, the summit is here, yes. everybody. I mean, the hours and the the emails and all the organizing and the team is busy uh, doing all the final uh, touches. But needless to say that we'd like to invite you to our upcoming. By upcoming, I mean it's tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> it's tomorrow. Two it's hours two. away. <laughs> it's one more sleep. I think that's what the young people will say. So we'd like to invite all of you to our summit, which is happening tomorrow. It's the Holland Super Lead 100 Summit. Um, it's going to be at the Houghton Hotel and it's a hybrid, e- hybrid event, which is there's some people that will be at the hotel. Um, and there are those who are, might not be able to join because of many reasons and they can join us virtually. Great. That's really exciting. I'll be there. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. In person. <laughs> in person. <laughs> and because you'll be there in person, I mean, we, the, the summit really, it's a, it's a platform to unlock opportunities through networking and also be empowered by just by by talks from world-class speakers we have assembled just like the best of the best we've got yolanda nuba who's a vice president at mtn Mm -hmm. we've got besa ruela who is a ceo at holland life solutions pushy mgomezulu which you will know she started her skin solutions business from a kitchen Mm. and now um, it's a household brand in 13 countries. Mm. I mean, that's just incredible. Melvin Lubega is he, a co-founder of a ed tech uh, business, which is now valued at over 15 billion rand. It's Amazing. a tech unicorn. Aisha Pando, co-founder of Sweep South, leading platform that provides, um, on demand, uh, home services in South Africa and also now in, in Egypt. Ntlantla Jamini, CEO of the Maneli Group, Abdullah Feracha, you know, that global speaker and strategist and just so much more. Um, and I will also be speaking. Can you wow. believe that? 
Look at that. <laughs> but that's really exciting. It's a great lineup of speakers and leaders. I think there's a lot to learn, something for everyone to take away. So Absolutely. And more so to connect. Because mm. um, some of us might just be one connection away mm. to and um, maybe you know unlocking your next opportunity or surpassing your next limit, which leads us to today's book. Yes. Should we introduce the next book? Yeah. It is The Power of the Other by Dr. Henry Cloud. Why did you choose this book, Manda? Because um, it's all about connections. Mm. And more and more, I am convinced that, you know, to surpass perhaps uh, what he calls the false limits, you know, many of us, you know, kind of might, might be in this journey and maybe we've settled somewhere we think okay this is how much we can we can do or potentially this is how far your team can go or maybe this is how far your increase can go to our producer and um and he says (laughs) no 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 not yet um you can surpass your limits you can grow beyond your wildest dream and all of that hinges on the power of the other wow wow yeah, I'm excited to dive into that because I think we all want to surpass our limits yeah. um, to do more, to make an impact in the world. Yeah. So um, the power of the other. Should we unpack that? Let's build a case. <laughs> you know, that's where we start. We're yeah. going to build a case with it. So um, so really, he sort of starts off. Uh, maybe let me, let me just blow one of the things, which is most people believe in this concept of a self-made woman or a self-made mm. man. Yeah. And in essence, this book literally goes against that idea completely. Yeah. But nobody is self-made. Uh, truly, truly success um, in any endeavor has to do with someone who was in your life. Uh, or someone who contributed or someone who mentored or someone who did something. There's, there's hardly ever a true story of success mm. that does not reference someone else who was involved in a journey in one way or the other. Yeah. In, in cases, it could be a grandmother or a mentor or a friend or a boss. Yeah. Someone who like supported or gave an opportunity. Absolutely. Mm. Uh, so, so that's the first thing to say. That, you know, there's no such a thing. So, if you believe in that, it kind of sort of lays this case around. You know, philosophers and, and psychologists and all of these clever people have struggled <laughs> over the years, right, to sort of uh, with this idea of mind-body problem. In that, you know, there's things that you could sort of as um, a portion or kind of say, you know, this is what I did. And then it led to that. And, and they couldn't, uh, they've always battled to explain these other invisible attributes like relationships or, or connections mm-hmm. between people, because those, even though they're intangible, they still have real tangible, measurable power mm-hmm. in how we perform and how we show up. Yeah. That's so true. Our interactions with people can really determine sort of what we bring to the world on a daily basis. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, the, the f- question for us, um, for our listeners as we dive into this and build the case is if you were to just pause and kind of think about the people in your life, if it were the connections you have, um, and, and maybe kind of consider these three questions. The first one, who is helping you? Mm. Right. Like if you just lean back and just say in, in, in whatever you're trying to achieve, whether you're a student or 
you you um a leader of a huge corporate or you're leading a startup or or um, or you're setting up a, a crash who's helping you mm, mm. truly helping you and here's another one who's fighting you <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? And who is strengthening you? Mm. Uh, or who is resisting or diminishing you? Wow. Wow. Uh, and, and, um, I'm tempted to put you in the sport and kind of say, <laughs> who's doing all of that stuff for you? <laughs> no, but that's a really good question to think of. You know, who's in your corner? Yeah. Um, who is sort of life giving and who is like sort of sucking the life out of you? <laughs> yeah. Who you feel like is a, Opposing you. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why I have an image of a boxing ring. <laughs> but, but yeah, it's like thinking about that way, you know, who's in your corner, who's backing you, who's helping you. Really good questions. Yeah. So why do these questions matter? These questions matter because you can only do so much by yourself. Mm. And, and to truly succeed, you want to have people in your corner that are helping you. Mm. Um, they, they, as, as we said, they are no self-made people. And when, when there are no real good connections, there are severe, um, consequences, mm, um, mm. resulting in burnout, depression, anxiety, and so, so, so much more. So the moment you start to appreciate that we, we almost exist in an environment where others have the power and influence in our lives, even as we have the power and influence in others, mm-hmm. it allows us to do one or two things. One is to be more intentional about the influence we have on other people. Mm. If you lead a team, the influence that you have on the team by all kinds of or and manner of behavior, speech, etc., et and also to just assess what influence does these people around me have on me. That's good. Yeah. Um. Most of us are walking around blind to that. If you don't know who's fighting you, <laughs> you're in serious trouble. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because, you know, it's like you're, like you said, you, you have an image of a boxing match. Mm. Imagine you just show up and then you, you know, you're boxing blind folded. You can't see who you, who's boxing you. Yeah, yeah. That's really good. So the more you take the time to recognize who is influencing you and who is around you, it actually can determine as well how you influence others. Yeah. The influence that you have on other people. Yeah. And, and you know, he, he kind of built this other case around, even with children, they mm-hmm. found that if a child is born and they doesn't get exposed to a lot of relationships at that very early stage, and some children don't make it and then, and they kind of have this case where they kind of say it's failure to thrive. Oh. And they did all of these scientific stuff and the MRI scans and they found that you, you, you physically see gaps in, in the brain formation of children if they didn't enjoy the, the, the relation human connections at that very early stage. Yeah. And those sometimes they've kind of tracked and see some of those gaps, they still manifest even at a, at an older age. And I know we're going to break down the sort of different types of relationships or the corners um, that he talks about, but this is different, I, I assume, from like someone, it's about authentic connection. So yes, it's not yes, necessarily yes. someone who has a lot of friends versus someone who maybe <laughs> yeah. is more introverted. Yeah. This is about how many authentic connections you have. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. So, so, so that leads us to that, right? Um, in that, in that there's, you know, he kind of uses this, this, uh, analogy of a self, of a cell phone signal. Mm-hmm. 
from the very moment we are born, we are seeking this connection. We, we, it's like uh, the signal, the system inside, the chip inside is kind of searching for connection. Yeah. Right from, from that moment. And therefore, we sometimes, and as we lead and as we work in teams and as we just kind of go about our daily lives, we might find ourselves in one of these four categories of connections, if it were. Yeah. He, he kind of uses a, an image of corners. Um, and he's got corner one and corner two, three, and four. So corner one people. And as we unpack these, I'd I like to just encourage our listeners to really engage with the content and uh, do some self-aware assessment to say, am I on corner one, two, mm. three, or four? Yeah, yeah. So it is a boxing ring. No, I'm <laughs> Let's get into the boxing. Let's go into the box. All right. So the first, uh, in, the, in that boxing ring of ours, the first corner is a corner he calls corner one. I mean, that's like a fantastic name, right? Mm-hmm. The, the first corner is called corner one. A corner one is disconnected, essentially no, like people that are isolated. Mm. Uh, if it were, they have no real connections. Yeah. Right. And at the, at just at the name of it, you might be tempted to say, yeah, yeah I'm not there. Mm. But what he, he kind of says is that it's even possible and more so the extroverts and the people who always have people around them, um, are usually are some of the people that are disconnected. Wow. Um, and, and, um, you know, the, the, because true connection is when you can also you can have real emotional investment in others mm. and so do others have real investment emotional investment in you yeah where you can be your true fully self where you can be fully vulnerable and if you don't have any of that there's a good chance that you're in corner one mm. disconnected isolated and alone Wow. And you can recognize that with certain people that you're around that maybe you're investing more in yeah. the relationship or friendship yeah. um, or connection than they are. Yeah. So they are probably in corner one disconnected. And that could mean that they have, as you said, a lot of people around them yeah. are the charming person <laughs> yes, 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 <laughs> who yes, can yes. make any room come alive, yeah. but that um, they don't give anything back in terms yeah. of emotional investment. And, 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 um, and they are there, they are all over, but they are... Not anywhere. Yeah. And what impact does that have sort of working with someone like that? Um, In your uh, experience, maybe. Yeah. And then we start with the impact this has on the person themselves. Yeah. So um, Dr. Henry Cloud, I just love his work, right? So (laughs) he did this. uh, I took, I think him and and Bill Hybels, they took the uh, leaders, CEOs away for, for sort of this offsite. And they asked them three main questions. And the first one was, Hey, do you have some place where you can go and be 100% honest, vulnerable as to what you're going through in your leadership role, where you can totally be honest about your struggles, conflicts, needs, weaknesses, etc. Mm-hmm. And guess what percentage of those senior leaders said no to the answer? How many? Over 80%. Wow. And that's worrying. The second one is like, hey, do you have anyone or, or any group of people who's 
who is totally committed to your growth and well-being um the role and um, you know the very role that the relationship is is about right this emotional in- investment and similarly more than 80% of leaders said sure they have no one like that yeah here is the here's the one that here's the impact question have you these are senior leaders these are ceos these are like incredibly successful people from the outside mm. have you experienced anything in the last year last 12 months right that you have you will say has gotten to clinical proportions of burnout loss of energy getting difficulty mo- being motivated you know anxiety stress mm. depression sleep problems yeah and i and unfortunately over 80% of leaders Sure. Said yes to that question. So this is not necessarily something natural, you know, because he does reference the beginning around like some people who can be sort of narcissists, self-absorbed. But this yeah. is really saying that sometimes you're forced into corner one just yeah. by virtue of being in a leadership position, becoming yeah. more isolated in what you do. Absolutely. Sure. And that's why this is key today, because there's this thinking that it's lonely at the top. Mm. And we've accepted that. And he's kind of saying it doesn't have to be mm. because if, if we embrace and we accept the idea that is lonely at the top, then we become isolated and we stay in corner one. It's got devastating mental health challenges. Absolutely. Especially if you're talking about burnout, loss of energy. I mean, no one wants to work. I mean, you see the impact of working under a leader that is burnt out or not motivated. Yeah. Um, as well. Yeah. So, so there's impact on you as a leader mm. and there's an impact on the team. Yeah. Having to, to sort of, um, work with, with this individual that's, that's, uh, that's in this unfortunate space. So, the, so let's touch on corner two. Okay. So we spoke about isolated, even though they're amongst people, but still yet disconnected. Yeah. Then there are other people that are connected. Right. Okay. But, they're in a bad connection. Okay. So the first thought you might be like, ah, oh, it's because they, they are connected to a bad person, right? <laughs> like mm-hmm. maybe it's, it's, it's the other person who is abusive or et cetera, et cetera. That might be the case, but that's not necessarily the case. Okay. Because, um, it, it, this bad connection is when you're working with or in relationship with or you're connected to people that Whose connection gives you has this effect on you where you feel that you're more preoccupied on trying to please them mm. or um, they kind of make you feel bad. They make you feel like you're not good enough in some way. They make you feel like you're inferior or, or you are, you know, there's a defect or the, you are fun. Something is fundamentally wrong with you. Mm. And, um, and then you sort of, wake up to try to please and you lose and you divert all most of your energy in trying to please rather than to do the real work. Mm. Wow. Okay. It's a bad connection. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, oh my goodness. And, 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 uh, and I imagine, you know, I wonder how many teams are made up of these bad connections. Yeah. And working with leaders who are badly connected to them if it were. Mm, mm. Um, 
where it's not about the work. You sort of go into the interaction already feeling like you're inferior, yeah. like you have to prove something and yeah. try and, and please them. Yeah. yeah, and then and then you're on on the defense. Yes, right. And if you or coming find, to prove, you know, yes, coming yes. everything ready to prove. And if you find yourself in work environments or teams that make you feel like you need to be on defense all the time, it's probably around about time to sort of acknowledge that maybe you're in this bad connection space. Because mm. he, he says this thing, which I just thought was such a, such a powerful. Um, idea and he says, you know, true performance is, is an, is an expression and not a request to be liked, right? It's, it's mm. like a, you know, when you, when you're really working on your slides, you're like expressing your ideas on a, on a piece of paper. You're not, you're not making a request to be liked or you're tr- not trying to prove anything to anybody. You know, you're, you're like pouring out your passion, your energy, your insights, your knowledge into whatever it is that you're doing. Mm. Um, and once you're in this bad connected world space, then you're no longer expressing yourself as such. You are now requesting the boss to like you. You are requesting mm. um, someone around to sort of like you. And it's not about the work. It's no longer it's about, about, about the work. You. And um, I like that he says, you know, you can move into corner two sometimes not just by being triggered by a person, but even just by the voices in your head. Ah, oh, yeah. Because that's the second powerful thing. Yeah. You can send yourself to corner two. Mm. Um, largely because you might have a bad connection with the primary, it causes the primary connection, mm. which is the connection with you. And, and there is when we have these, um, unrealistic, um, un, like super high expectations of ourselves. And, and then we created this tension between where we are versus these unrealistic, or, you know, by 25, I shall be, you know, I shall own my house or yeah. by 30, I must be like this. And if I'm not there, then you, it starts to build up this, this, um, this success, negative self talk, mm. which then makes you no longer kind of leave out uh, expressing out your passions and your, uh, your, your, your ideas, but trying to please mm. this negative voice mm. internally. Mm. Sure. Looks really good. Okay. Anything oh, else on corner two? Oh, those are just tough. So yeah. maybe we just go to a corner yeah, three. Let's go to corner three. And maybe uh, as we go to <laughs> corner three, it will be a good time to just pause and listen, uh, check in with our listeners. Do you perhaps feel like you may be in the first corner or maybe in the second corner? Um, and, um, maybe just kind of reflecting on those two. And if you're not, right, because those are relatively, you know, they sound a little bit harsh, right? Um, because no one wants to be to feel isolated or uh, alone or feel bad or inadequate and all mm. of those things, then some people run to corner three. Okay. And then corner three, that's where we like let the good times roll, right? <laughs> right. So, so it's like I'm going to just kind of like go and numb whatever else is happening through all kinds of exciting things, and mm. um, and we, we, you know, this is where we kind of. Go and, and, and people kind of find something else, an affair, an addiction, or mm. attached to, you know, the, the good stuff and the food and the sex and the drugs and the f- new cars and all of this stuff just to sort of escape, um, uh, the reality or just kind of, Hey, life is tough. I'm going to numb myself 
with the good with life. The good stuff. Yeah. But it's even, uh, you know, how he highlights the fact that it could even just be leaders who are addicted to just the good news. They just mm. want to hear what's going well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't want to focus on anything just, that's going badly, <laughs> you know. Just feed my ego. Yeah. Just feed my yeah, ego. Yeah, yeah. Um, and just anything to soothe the soul, really. Uh, is it like the good news? Is it the new award? Is it like mm. the new thing? But the problem with all of this stuff, they act like painkillers. Yeah. Right and uh, and as we know, painkillers don't really cure the disease. Right? Yes, um, they just ease the pain for temporarily and superficially. Mm. Then you have to come back for more. And we have all seen people that that are in this in this treadmill that they're stuck in in uh, in trying to move from another painkiller to the other. Yeah, yeah, I love um, how he puts it around. Um, high fives rule of the day. <laughs> 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 so funny, <laughs> and and you know leaders who who are just like addicted to good news, and the team starts to realize that ah oh, okay uh, we're not gonna make those sales numbers this yes. this quarter, therefore we're not gonna tell her or him. Yeah, they start hiding things. They start hiding yeah. things, and they only show things up when it's too late, oh my and consequences are are terrible at that time, and um and 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 also the. You also see some of the, some of the, the symptoms when bad news come, the reaction of this leader that's stuck in corner three, who's, who's soothing their soul, who's trying to hide from the real reality through the good stuff. You know, they normally they react so badly, even outward behavior or screaming or all those kinds of things because they are like addicted. Uh, to this, uh, to this thing, um, to this corner three. Wow. Oh, there's a story in the book, uh, about the, the, he was doing this with, uh, this lady leader and, um, and, and she was kind of saying, you know, I, I didn't realize that my, I was in corner three, but my wardrobe is full of shoes. Like, so oh, every, that's an addiction. <laughs> every time, like, there's like a bed meeting or something. She goes shopping. She goes shopping. <laughs> and then, like, every time she's coming back with new shoes. And, like, the whole house is full of shoes. And, and that's sort of her, her sort of a, you know, she's there. That's how she numbs. The, that's how she numbs all, all the pain and etc. <laughs> anyway, so there's nothing wrong about all of those good things. Yeah. Then the question is, are you doing those things because the signal is searching for connection? Yes. Um, I think, yeah, I think that's clear. Is like even with all the corners, even the first corner, which sounds quite harsh, I think you can be a good person with good intention and actually end up in any of these three corners. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And there's nothing wrong with kind of some time alone mm. and, and, and being sort of taking some time of isolation and, you know, of prayer and all of those type of things. Just kind of figuring out is there more at play mm. that's driving all of that yeah. then with all of this he says welcome to corner four yes <laughs> um and, and the idea of corner four really is is that this is where you are truly yourself and you could be vulnerable and um and you're not numbing anything this is what we um searching for Pretty much universally, it's almost claiming universally. This is what we are searching for: to be, to be able to connect with people, uh, to be trusted, to be loved, if it were. And um, and this is the environment. If you lead a team, that you want to create a corner for 
environment. Mm, mm. So this is where authentic connection is. Yeah. yeah where we thrive, for, where we strive for authentic connection. And and many of us talk about this idea of authentic leadership. Mm. And the idea is exactly this. You can't be authentic, an authentic leader in, in corner one, two or three, but you can only be an authentic leader in this in this sort of corner. So how do we know that it's a real connection, an authentic ah. Co- connection? Ah, and we've got a, we've got all the, the the things that we're gonna list in a moment mm. about all the the features of connection. For I want to just insert this piece around. Um, the problem, the reason why also fewer and fewer teams and people are in connection for, is what psychologists call the need fear dilemma. Okay. So the idea there is that. The thing that we need the most, we generally tend to fear it. So we need to, we, we, we need to connection. We need vulnerability, but we might fear getting there. And, mm. um, you know, and the more we need other people to help us, the scarier it gets to ask for that help. Mm. And then we are sort of get stuck. We're like, I know I need to just be myself. And be with the people that care for me and all of that. I need, I need support, yeah. right? And there's leaders who have got, who know they need support, but they can never say, Hey, I need your help. Yeah. Um, so, so it's critical to, to understand this piece as you're listening to us. Where is the need fear dilemma happening for you? Mm. Um, is there something that you need from other people? But the more, like if you need money, Mm-hmm. There, there's a good chance that you'll be like, you, you, it gets more and more scary to ask for to money. Ask, yeah. Um, if you need, uh, help, mm. it gets more and more scary to delegate and, and ask people to help you. Yeah. Um, and, and all of us have got the need, fear dilemmas. Wow. That's really good. Really good. Great. Yeah. So how do we know it's a real connection as we're building this and not with, Inauthentic Because we've seen If it can be inauthentic You can end up in corner two Yeah Yeah So how do we know This is a real connection So so you know It's a real connection When there's uh, When there's This couple of things And because of the clock We, we, we might We might not be able To mm. unpack all of them Right Um. So when When there is Freedom When there's freedom For you to be Who you are mm. And when you are free To kind of say Yeah I messed that up. Mm. <laughs> like, I, made a I, 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 um, I made, I made a mistake. Um, when, when, uh, when there's, um, when there's, when there's this sense that failure and, uh, you are, there's freedom for you to fail and learn from the failure. Mm. And the thing about failure is that, it's got two sides to it. Right? There, there's all of these people that, yeah, fail fast, fail forward, and and fail often, and failure is the catalyst. All of this positive side, but there's a real, true negative side to failure, mm-hmm. which is what we experience at school. Yes. <laughs> when you fail, yeah. you get yeah. you get in trouble, and also when you fail, it 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 might uh, push you out to corner one. Uh, mm. Failure has a sense that push people out. maybe maybe I'm not good enough. Mm. Um, therefore, I'm gonna stay out and just do me, right? Mm. <laughs> so you do you kind of thing, mm. uh, or, or or you find yourself failure can push you to wanting to numb that, and you 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 rock you, you you find yourself in corner three. So you know there's good. You're in corner four where you are, you can be allowed to say yeah. 
you can almost volunteer to say, yeah, I did that. Yes. Um, and, um, and you're allowed to the space to say, Hey, what did you learn from that? Yeah. What are we going to do differently next time? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's really good. That's really good. And, and the other thing you know that you're in corner four when, uh, when either your leader or the people you are with, they demand and require um, sort of accountability and and responsibilities from you. Mm-hmm. So four is not like ah, we're just gonna hang out as yes. pals, right? It's not. It's not like yeah, I've got friends that we just go and chill and hang out. They must call you out mm-hmm. when uh, when when you're not living up to your potential, mm-hmm. and and when when maybe you're like you you're straying or <clears throat> or you're kind of getting derailed in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, so. So, so those are some of the elements and maybe just kind of touch on the last one is that, um, when you, you know, there's, you're in corner four, when the people or the leaders and, and the people you're connected to challenge you and push you to do better. Okay. Right. Um, if you're just hanging out with your, with your friends and you, and you're all just kind of chilled and it's like, yeah, you know, let's, Let's just go with the flow. You know, it, 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 it might look like corner four, but it might just be corner three where we're all just numbing all our problems. It's like Monday to Friday is brutal. So Saturday and Sunday, I'm just going to hang out with yes. my, with my friends. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Really insightful. <laughs> I think there's a lot to think about here. What but, I'm realizing is that you can, as I've said, as we said earlier, that you can actually be in a corner. Um, and not realize that there's no na- bad intention of how you got there, but because of fear of failure or what you've experienced, yeah. you end up in a in a negative corner. Absolutely. Yeah. So as we wrap up, really, um, is to kind of say, if you lead a team, you may want to create, you know, what we was referred to as the psychological safety. Mm. You may want to create this environment for your team that is truly corner for environment. And I know it's work and it's gonna be like, you know, um, demanding and mm-hmm. all of these things. Corner four doesn't mean that, you know, we all rock up to work and we just hug each other. As we said, you know, you, there's still demands for accountability mm-hmm. and, and responsibilities for results and, mm-hmm. and to also live up to, to what people promise. People are being challenged and stretched to grow. Um, you know, you're being mo- mentored. There is, there is trust amongst team members. The people are allowed to fail and learn and grow in this freedom to fully express themselves without the need to try to be liked. Mm. Amazing. The power of the other. The power Dr. of Henry the Cloud, other. Yeah. By Dr. Henry Cloud. Yeah. So, um, as we, we wrap up today, we hope that you'll probably take some time to, to kind of pause and reflect on where you are. In where you are in which corner and who is in your corner. Mm. Because depending on who is in your corner, you are likely going to thrive and shoot the lights out or the opposite might be the case. So hope to see you uh, tomorrow at, um, at the summit. Come and connect and make some corner for relationships and learn and, um, and be empowered, uh, at the Holland Super Lead 100 summit. Until then, go out there and super lead.